0: what is going on my friends this is Demian your host of that arsenal women podcast and yes the WSL season is over but I'm here with you and I'm bringing you a very predictable season review show you wanted an arsenal women podcast well guess what you got an arsenal women podcast let's go Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know I always say this, and I always try to tell you that I'm going to do my best to do shows more often. But the reality is, thankfully, I've been so busy that it's been really, really difficult for me to bring you shows. I've also been struggling with Streamlabs, which is the platform that I use for the good old Twitch. And it had bothered me to a point where I was just not doing shows. Because not only could I not not figure out what was happening, but then when I kind of figured out, it was just taking forever to download, and it just wasn't—I wasn't in the right headspace. All this to say that when the shows that I wanted to do uh, went by, that's when we played the North London Derby, and obviously the last game of the season and all that that entailed. So I apologize in advance, and I was able to do a show which should still be up on the Twitch channel. For the next four or five days or so. So if you want to do that. Please check it out. And let me know what you think. And on that show I spoke about a few things. Some of which I will talk about today. And others that I will just split into different episodes. So if you're hearing this. Let's just say on Wednesday. Or maybe Tuesday. Around May 17th, 18th. You'll get three or four more episodes. Hopefully by the end of the week. So in the sort of football ecosystem as a whole. It's very predictable and clear and obvious and simple and basic and also warranted to talk about the end of season review type of thing, or to mention some points during the season that we felt were special. And you see that, see it and hear it on talk sport, every other podcast and so on and so forth. And as much as I like to do things differently around here, it's clear that that is a conversation that has merit and something that I feel should be spoken about. Or if, Not that what I have to say is more important or it's important, but in general, I think it would be a good exercise to not necessarily, uh, you know, um, dissect the season, but just mention three specific things, which are the overall feeling that I got from the season, Try to answer the question that, uh, or the question that if is was this excuse me was this season a failure, and also I want to speak about um, sort of my my top five players of the season without too much detail. So you have been warned that it's not an in-depth analysis at all. The word that I. What only associated with this team has always been pride. I'm extremely proud of the girls, their season. I'm extremely proud of how they uh, set out to play teams like Chelsea and Man City, which... At the beginning of of this season, and when I started this podcast, one of the things that I kept talking about, and and we mentioned at nauseum during my Twitch streams, was that or the importance of not losing against Man City or Chelsea. And yes, we dropped points with several ties, but or several draws, as they say. But we also didn't lose, so we did a lot of things. And of course, the Birmingham game was horrendous for the long term. Of the season and what that enti- entailed. But overall, I think that uh, to say that I'm extremely proud would be nothing short of uh, the reality of it and a good summary of what it is. I think the injuries weren't helpful without a doubt. The Leah Williamson situation, obviously, Jordan Knobs. When we found this amazing player in Rafael, she got injured. And we could see things happening. Same with Jen Beattie. Um, And it it was tough. But overall, again, I'm just so proud of the players. And I'm proud to have only basically lost the championship or came in second by one point, which is more than last time or last season. So to me, without a doubt, the, the the common denominator or how I would summarize would be uh, that it was an extremely positive season. That is just something that I have no sort of hangups about. I think it's clear to me and uh, I, I struggle to, to see how other people would not see it that way or, or that they see it as something too negative as I've seen on the good old Twitter. Among the reasons why I say pride, I couldn't detach it from Arsenal as a whole, as a club, right? And the fact that we're just seeing how the men have crumbled under pressure and how they have just dis- been dismantled by teams that they shouldn't have l- been losing to and so on and so forth. You, I can't help but compare and I don't like comparing, but I think you understand this particular comparison. Because it's as to relate it relates to the crest and the club as a whole. It's just unbelievable to see uh, what Jonas has done and what the players have done in the in the women's side, and that the men have a lot to learn from. You know, the, the there was recently a the news of of Jonas um, signing a new contract, and I'll do another episode on this. But on, on the video you saw Mikel Arteta and him walking around the pitch at the Emirates. And it was Jonas basically asking the questions and they framed Mikel Arteta as like, wow, he's the one that knows what's happening and the one that is truly representing the club. And then, oh, we have here, Jonas sort of like a sidekick type of situation, the Robin to Arteta's Batman, Batman. And I just think that couldn't be more far away from the truth, honestly. I was really, no, I wasn't disappointed because that's not the point. Uh, and I wasn't disappointed, but I certainly, there's one p- group of players bringing pride to our club, and it's not the men and it's the women, obviously. So that's what I'll say regarding that particular thing in, 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 in pride. To the question about, you know, was it a failure? My answer is absolutely not. I understand the argument of why people would say that they failed or that it was a failure because we didn't win any trophies and so on. I understand that. There's a lot of progress in that. You know, a couple of seasons ago, we didn't make the Champions League, two two Champions League spots uh, in a row. That's really, really good. And the the definition of failure for me is not failing to achieve or, or not being able to achieve a goal to me is not trying you know that's when failure really comes through or shows shows up in my mind so they clearly did you can't tell me that a player like caitlin ford didn't try or that a player like beth mead didn't try or every single player tried even the players that i didn't have the best of matches or made mistakes they always tried they never phoned it in. They never just walked the pitch. And that happens often in football. And it happens at our dear club all the time on the men's side. So I don't buy this argument that it was a failure uh, overall just because of how I define that word. Now, last but not least, I'm going to give you my top five players of the season. And I will tell you a little bit about why. But this is no stats. No stats. No data to back anything up, but just what in my mind and in my subjective way of uh, thinking um, are my top five players of the season. And of course, I'm going to leave people uh, outside of this list and I don't mean to do it. Like, for example, right now I'm thinking of Katie McCabe, for example, that I haven't added to the list, but I'm going to go anyway. At number five is Leah Williamson more so than what uh, she did while she played, which is obviously immeasurable, but also how much we missed her when she wasn't around. So that's it. Number four, Viviana Mirema. I think you've heard of her. And the transformation from a number nine to a number 10 and dropping deep and her work rate, her off-the-ball movement is just majestic. And she just continues to prove to everybody that has two eyes or people that have one eyes or even blind people, that she is among the best players on planet Earth and I cannot wait for the Euros. At number three is who I think is the heartbeat of the club, the heartbeat and the brains of this club and how she plays Arsenal play, and that is Leavalti, Valti, her consistency, her two-footedness, her ability to make amazing tackles, distribute the ball, and just it's just magnificent. Chef's kiss. I wish she had more goals in her, uh, but she just did what I thought was a flawless campaign. I thought she was magnificent. At number two, Manu Sinspega, our safe hands, the best keeper in the league, a woman that has been growing and growing and growing and progressing endlessly Uh, it seems the past uh, few seasons it's just amazing to see her growth and I just love her attitude I love her consistency I love her her footwork and her distribution and uh, there's a time where I felt a little nervous when she um, when she played in certain situations and I am not Right now, I would put her up against any keeper on the planet. And number one, as you know, because to toot my own horn, I predicted this. I said it. I did a podcast about it. This was, well, you knew this was coming, but this was a surprise to nobody. Beth Mead. She had the most stellar season, incredible goal rate, incredible assist rate, historic breaking records, so on and so forth. It was amazing to see. Her goals were a thing of beauty, and I have a feeling that next year is going to be not necessarily better because her stats were ridiculous, but um, with Viv dropping deep and who knows who might come into the team and might assist her, you know, I think it will be really interesting to see up top. So that was my end-of-season review, and if this is your first time listening to one of these, first of all, thank you, but also know that these are very – very short episodes and I just sort of talk uh, peripherally about certain topics so what you might expect in the next few episodes maybe a little bit about role models and the responsibilities that players have maybe on the uh, socials which I don't really even want to talk about but I've gotten a few people ask me to talk about it so I might have to do that I'll also talk about Jonas like I said uh, signing a new deal I want to talk about players and transactions in and out of the club and a few more things. So thank you all for listening. Please, as always, get in touch with me if you have any constructive criticism or criticism overall through social media. And thank you in advance whenever you listen to the live Twitch shows. We'll talk to you soon.